This is Down the Hall Podcast with your hosts, Chet Jobert. It's Black Hawk Down with aliens. What's the problem? Rodney Hart. Oh, definitely would have been Team Jake. Not the vampire. You don't root for a vampire. And if you're lucky, Lyndon Wells. I thought Chet was going to launch into his terrible British accent again. Beer Garden. Beer Garden was pretty spot <laughs> that was on. pretty good. No, he definitely got that. Welcome in to another episode of Down the Hall Podcast. Rodney was just perched like he was going to belch through the roof. <laughs> and <laughs> I couldn't get one out. I don't know if you tucked it back down or what happened there. I, don't, I couldn't find it. I couldn't find it. It's, I wanted it to come out. It's important to know our limitations. I don't have any. How are we doing this week, man? What's up? Anything new? What's going on here? No, I feel uh, I feel pretty good. Um you know, I found it interesting that you and uh, Legna have started The Boys, because I just finished The Boys after starting it on Saturday. We did. So, Amazon Prime show, original, yeah. right? Amazon Prime original? Yeah. yeah, Amazon Prime original. I think they said it's their most successful show ever. It's already been renewed for two seasons. Yeah, but do you know what I was thinking when I heard someone tell me that? What? It's one thing if Netflix says that, or even Hulu. Marvelous Miss Maisel has won an Emmy, my friend. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, The it Boys. It's, it's like a um, a dark humor drama about like if superheroes really did exist in our world, what would it like the business ramifications? Yeah, what, like what society, practically what it might, what it could look like. And, I mean, and it and is what pretty if, dystopian. Like and, it's pretty dark. But and yeah. what if they're not great people? Right. You right. Know, exactly. Yeah. It's kind of like well, you haven't. We talked about this. It's a little bit like the, the premise of Watchmen. In a way, but yeah, I guess I have if, no idea the premise. That's of that's okay. It, but. but if you haven't seen The Boys, you should go out of your way to watch it. Amazon Prime, definitely. We it's, don't typically do TV shows, no, but we got it out of the way. It is very good. It and it and we, but what we do do mm-hmm. do do mm-hmm. is um, you're gonna make a do do joke or no? I'm holding back. Is uh, mature, is is we we recommend a movie of the week uh, because Rodney, the average person. Wow, we haven't done one of these in a really long I was, time. I couldn't even say it without smiling. I feel like somewhere Oh no. Our our like loyal listeners are smiling at, at just me saying the average person wastes yeah. one hundred and fifteen hours mm. every year just looking for a movie to watch. So here we are, uh navigating you through the various uh streaming services to mm-hmm. find you a movie night. Oh, we used to also say we used to say yeah, take take back movie night. We used to say that too. No, and we were you, we, we were great say, back in the day. We used to say, "What would you do with oh, an extra hundred What would you hours? do? You, I realized over there you were circling extra... because you had no idea what we used to do. Uh, well, some of those things we didn't really say. Some of them were on our website, but not necessarily what we would say. Yeah, but what we did used to say oh, every time is, "What would you do with an extra hundred and fifteen? We also would ask our guests that question too. We would. Remember yeah. when we had guests? Remember when we put that into the show? Yeah, there is. Yeah, there was a time where you put in a lot of effort. A friend. lot of effort into this show. My effort is listen. What your efforts have stayed the exact same. I, I'm steady Eddie. You know what? We didn't record for six months, and one could make the case that your effort was the same <laughs> for those six months. Steady Eddie. Now, what would you do, Rodney, with an extra 115 hours? Putting you on the spot. Hmm. You know, we uh, Saturday was not a great softball day for us, huh? Now, Rodney and I play in a softball league together. It's um. It's a pretty competitive league. It's a competitive league. There's 17 we, teams. I would say eight of those teams are really competitive. We're one of those teams. Yep. Uh, and shout this out year to in shout out to Joey. If Joey's <laughs> this, listening. Yeah, this year in particular, 
I was really positive that we we were we, we the, were poised. We had the best team we've had in years. We were poised, and uh, so what I would do with an extra 115 hours, man, I just work on my dang swing. Yeah, we we did not have a good showing on Saturday, not at all. No, it's quite ugly. That's all right. Um, you know what I did see though this week, Rodney, is that um, Burger King, BK. You know how big of a fan of Burger King I am. Yeah, me too. Sneaky, sneaky good. I mean, people talk about McDonald's. Well, here's why. And and I think it's a very popular brand. But I feel like McDonald's, Taco Bell, Wendy's probably, I think, come up. Chick-fil-A, obviously, amazing. But all these things come up, I think, more often in people's minds, I think, than Burger King, which I way underrated dollar menu. The Whopper at the Whopper, I think, at Burger King still to me beats everything. There was a specifically day, the Angry Whopper. No, no, yeah, that. Oh yeah, no, that was angry on the way in and angry on the way out. Yep. But it, I remember a day specifically where you said, "I'm going to like, do you want me to bring home food when we were living together? Do you want me to bring home bring home food?" And I was like, "Sure." And you said, "I think I'm thinking about going to BK. Do you want anything?" I was like, "No, just whatever you get. I'll split you the cost of." And you came home. With a goodie bag, <laughs> right before so we rec- I think it was right before we recorded an episode. That's always the crushed, time to crushed do it. Some Burger King. You, you get BK. Night. You get the dollar menu. You're right. They and I remember reading in like a business, like a, I forget what, like Bloomberg Business Week article about basically Burger King like franchise owners were were adamant like. This dollar menu is literally going to put us out of business. Like, oh, have yeah. Way too much meat on these sandwiches I was gonna say, to be able to do it for a dollar. They're substantial. Yeah. But what I was really going to tell you is that I noticed, you know, I'm a sucker for uh, marketing. I really yeah. am. Like if there's a new oh, fast food, if there's a new fast food, about. if I'm watching a football game and, it's all about. and there's a commercial for a new fast food item, mm. I'm in the car driving there before the commercial ends. Heck yeah. That's what, that's, that's where like... That's the last holdout of TV commercials that I watch. Like Wendy's, I want you to tell me what your new burger is. McDonald's, come up with something new. BK, do something crazy. I don't care. So I'm gonna try it. You know, it's so it's funny you say that. It's almost as if we planned this. Mm. Uh, did you hear that laugh? What yeah. was that? What was that? I think we 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 have such an impact that we are hearing our listeners we, in, in wow. real time laugh. It's quite flattering. Um, so what I noticed. And the whole reason I brought up Burger King to you just now, um, they have an impossible burger. Now, yeah. You heard of that? Yeah, I know you've heard of, of it. Of course. And I kind of asked you that um, knowing you had heard of it, mm-hmm. but so that I could explain it. Yeah. Right. For those who don't know. So the impossible burger, the impossible patty, the impossible meat, meat. is like a, is a, is a trend right now. What it is. And, and, and uh, Qdoba has done this with their tacos um, and several restaurants have, have taken this on. It's a, completely meatless ground beef mm-hmm. and it and i've and i've tried it in different settings not the burger king one kidoba and also like an actual like gastro pub you're yeah, probably t- more likely yeah. to see it at like a t- i mean i think tgi fridays has always has had it so for a while what i mean it does it simulates real meat without a question oh yeah it also kind of like i don't know how to say this without sounding it kind of like bleeds. Like are you are you, are you struggling with the hiccups over there? I got or a few. I got a couple, two, three hiccups that are coming up all okay, at once. Yeah. Um, but I think I'm good. I think I we've moved past it. Um, but the Impossible Burger. Yeah. But I it got me thinking. Like I am not opposed to trying it at Burger King. Yeah. No, no difference to me. Like I, I, I I'm already a sucker yeah. for marketing, and 
I don't need an excuse to go to Burger King. Right. I'm happy to do it. But I did wonder, like, the the vast majority of people who go to Burger King religiously, enough to like, I'll try something new this time. Yeah. Because I go so often, I should try something new this time. Yeah. The vast majority of those people, are those the same people who would also want an Impossible Burger? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I think it's a good question. Because I feel like the the people maybe at like where i first had one of these things was that like a like a you know kind of millennial type you know like mm-hmm. pub like yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like that yeah. like that makes sense to me like a place like, you're paying more than 5 dollars for a burger the idea the idea that like the average burger king customer is going to then go and be like yeah i'll take the meatless one actually yeah I, I, I'm just wondering if they're they're kind of outside their uh, yeah. their bounds no, here. I think it's a great question. I mean, I think if you're impo- uh, you know, I think it's important for me to want to just say out loud. It's not necessarily that it's like a healthier option, right? Like, I feel like I don't know. I, it, I, I think it's as much for like if you were previously vegetarian or vegan. I guess you wouldn't have cheese, but like vegetarian in particular. I know that's a safe answer. That this is a much more viable substitute for you. So maybe you used to hate the black bean or whatever, like they had as a meatless option. And this is better. Um, but I think it's just pure. It, Cause it does taste to me exactly. Like I think it is you think very, so? it's not indistinguishable. Like I'm sure if you were to have one in one, you'd be able to say like, okay, this is meat and this is not, but it's a delicious burger. I, I'd mix it in. So you think, so you think it's, <laughs> they're, it they're banking off of uh, curiosity. I think it's because initially I, for curiosity and long term it's going to stay as a replacement for the for the probably whatever they used to sell as a vegetarian pack. So there's probably a percentage of people who like because I know people who have like developed either sensitivities or full on yeah. allergies to meat later in their life mm-hmm. that would love a Whopper, right? Yeah, but that so like but I guess I'm just. I just it, it struck me when I saw yeah. it. I'm like, is this that's really my opinion? What I feel Burger like, King's clientele are, yeah. are pining for? I feel like it's maybe new clientele who want a burger that really simulates beef, and maybe the idea too, if you're McDonald's or Burger King, and you have people that are going meatless, right? Like, I think I've known people in my life that have gone to be meatless, like they don't want to eat, you know. Whether it's red meat or specifically, I, I I understood what you meant when you said. Yeah, I mean, like you know, <laughs> I guess I was trying to think through the various people. I know people who've done vegan. I know people who've gone vegetarian and all, all across the board. But I feel like this might be, if you're Burger King for them to stay relevant, I feel like it's probably a good option to master. Hmm. Interesting, or to become king of. Sure, yeah. if, if you must, uh, they must. If you must, yeah. Well, I don't know what other ingredients they normally have in their burger, but I feel like it's entirely possible that Burger King has like meat cheese, or like I feel like they probably have meat tucked away and other stuff that they're going to have to realize, like, oh, we can't use this, we can't yeah. use the king sauce anymore, can we? <laughs> no, it's got meat all in it. Oh, you mean the pureed pork? Yeah, yeah no, we, we can't. Use we take that. the meat grease from all the burgers and squeeze it into this sauce. That's why it's so good. Oh man, now I really want to go. Yeah, I'm going to probably get one. Yeah, I know. Even though I ate two meals tonight, yeah, I'm still ready for another. Well, um, we we do have uh, a recommendation uh, for you guys, but what my question is to you, Rodney, is so we before we get to this recommendation, 
and, and that's just a, if, if I throw out the recommendation again, it just is to, to give a little reset to, to our conversation. I have no intention of giving a recommendation right now. We're going to get to that eventually. This is a nat- natural, natural reset. I don't understand what's happening. I'm just, I'm just realizing you that. You used to be much better at this. I don't I'm know just, what. It feels like you're on, bro- you're I'm on just, broken record right now. I'm I don't just know realizing that I, I promised, I think, three times already we're going to get to it. And I, and I realized right now I'm not going that and way. And then you did it three so, times back to back right, to back so, to back. So, um. So, but last one of the, recently we had a conversation you and I, Rodney, about uh, the the phrase making the sausage or you're so, show, showing how the sausage is made. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, in the episode that we did that in an episode before the episode with Lyndon. So it's uh, it's coming out it's coming out tomorrow, but last week at this point for the listeners tomorrow correct. for you and I. Yeah, correct. But, but it got me thinking. Um, you know, common phrases. Mm-hmm. That are used and not thought of. Yeah, I'm just curious, Rodney. If I were to read a few of these off to you, if you could, if you could just guess right. what the origins of these common phrases are. Now we used to do a bunch, like a bunch of different games back I in like the day. This. this is the closest thing we're coming back to doing a game. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you the phrase. I want you to give me your best guess. Got to be quick, and then uh, I'll give you Don't the actual, the actual origin. All right. Yeah. First one. Uh, the phrase "turn a blind eye." So you don't want me to tell you what it means. What do you think it means? Well, it means to not pay attention to something intentionally because you don't like what it is. So just turn a bl- like even if you knew this misbehavior was happening over here, like I'm going to turn a blind eye to it because I don't want to deal with it. So um, here's the origin. The phrase turn a blind eye often used to refer to a willful refusal to acknowledge a particular reality, which is what you Boy, said. Boy, man, did I nail that. Dates back to a legendary chapter in the career of British naval hero Horatio Nelson. Uh, we all know Horatio. Of course, during, Lindenwood. During 1801's Battle of Copenhagen, Nelson's ships were pitted against a large Danish-Norwegian fleet when his more conservative superior officer flagged him to retreat. Nelson, Horatio Nelson, supposedly brought a telescope to his bad eye and said, I did not see the signal to retreat. He went on to score decisive victory, and some historians have then said that turning a blind eye is well now obviously the progression of the common saying. So he he, he won a, he so if he if he lost, we would never have been saying turn a blind turn eye. a blind eye. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, he turned he he intentionally didn't see the because uh, he had the one eye yeah because yep. the other eye was closed. Yep. Now what about Die Hard? Just a phrase, not the movie. Bruce Willis Christmas movie. But <laughs> what what do you what do you think the phrase? Tell us what the phrase does mean, like in common. Like I've sense. never heard it outside of the movie Die Hard. Uh, You've heard it. Like that person's a Die Hard fan. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. point. <laughs> um, what does it mean? It just means that you are extremely gung-ho. You are fanatical about that particular thing. So, so um, well, it typically refers to someone with a strong dedication to a particular set of beliefs. Mm-hmm. The term Die Hard originally had a much more literal meaning. And it refers to someone... Again, during another British war that yeah. Lyndon probably knows all about. Uh, someone who, while being hanged, took longer than others. They were a diehard. <laughs> oh, I, I mean. <laughs> they were committed to the cause. I actually, you know that, what? The first one, like turn a blind eye, whatever, sure. This one, I like the, uh, this definition. I will explain to somebody proudly at some point. So what about read the riot act? Read the riot act. What is does that like, mean like in, in reality? Yeah, it means to like basically 
turn someone down, like yell at somebody and give them like all of the rules of a certain situation. So outside of like, instead of turning a blind eye, it'd be like going over to find people doing something wrong and saying like, you're doing this wrong and that wrong and this wrong and that wrong. Like basically yep. reading all of the lists, all of the many, many ways someone's doing something wrong. So here's the explanation. These days, angry parents might threaten to read the riot act to their unruly children. But in 18th century England, why is every single one of these Everything come from English. England? I mean, I guess uh, we are speaking English. But. It's fair. But in 18th century England, the riot act was a very real actual legal document. That was often recited aloud to angry mobs. Instituted in 1715, the Riot Act gave the British government the authority to label any group of more than 12 people a threat to the peace. In these circumstances, a public official would read a small portion of the literal Riot Act, ordering them to disperse themselves peaceably and depart to your habitations. Wow, oh, I like it. Yeah. We're so learning Actual here. act. When do you think that that went like out of enactment like when was that no longer something do you know the state i don't i'm just curious if it still exists if if you it's it's government it's still around if you me and 11 other friends or just all of linden's 52 siblings were to get together in england could we then be read the riot act definitely okay so this is the last one Um, by one of the tories someone wearing a wig probably they all wear wigs they do still right yeah don't what's they? what's the phrase uh, "paint the town red" mean? So so initially, yeah. I was asking you to give me what you thought the origin was, but it's better if you just give us like real life context. Like, what is "paint the town red"? Yeah, usually? so "paint the town red" would mean to like kind of go wild. I think so. If we're like, you know what, we're gonna go out for your party tonight. We're gonna paint the town red. We're gonna go out drinking and just like being being the type of people that would end up having to be read the riot act too. Oh, nice and little callback. What would it be? I feel like this has something to do with blood and no, violence. It, it doesn't. Okay, it's uh, I'll stop guessing. It's that. more humor. So the phrase paint the town red most likely owes its origin to one legendary night of drunkenness. In 1837, the Marquis of Waterford, a known lush and mischief maker, led a group of friends in a night of drinking through the English town of Melton Mowbray another English town. The bender culminated in vandalism and the fellow revelers knocked over flower pots, pulled knockers off of doors and broke the windows of some of the town's buildings to top it all off. The mob literally painted a toll gate, the doors of several homes and a swan statue with red paint. Wow. What a night, huh? Yeah. Like, who got the paint? Where'd the paint come That's from? That's a good question. Like, was the paint around? Were they intending to paint this? Like, I I'm, feel like, I'm I feel thinking like secretly, they, uh, uh, they like, commandeered some red paint, I would guess. Yeah. I'm and just thinking that, like, question. maybe paint was around these statues, and that's it, really what they wanted to have happen. And so then you just feigned being upset when you got there. Like, someone's probably thinking, like, oh, God. you know what that is? That's it. called a conspiracy theory, which you just, which you just postulated. So you who don't... Lend yourself to the such things. I, just I didn't say there's out there. no such thing as conspiracy theories. I just said that mass conspiracy theories of great importance to me, I the do not you, tend to believe in them because I don't believe that people are good at keeping secrets. The way you said mass conspiracy, <laughs> mass conspiracy, it was no, like it, Will Ferrell on Wedding Crashers. Listen, don't Ma! I, I'll, I, I, I use the appropriate tone of voice. So you ready for this uh, movie wreck? Sure. All right. We've done enough things, right? I think so. Okay. I mean, listen, if people... 
they pay zero dollars for this. That's true. So I that mean, is like, absolutely what, a fair what point. What do we really owe them? That's very true. So uh, this week's movie recommendation uh, is on Netflix. So again, from the whole perspective of trying to find one that's accessible to you that is worth your movie night. This one's on Netflix. It is from 2015, rated R. This movie is called Green Room. Mm. Green Room. It's a horror thriller. It's described as music as well, which I think is weak because <laughs> no, it's, it's I think about that's important. Well, there is music in it, but it's not a musical. This is not, not Little not, Shop of Horror. Not a musical, but I feel like it's so central to what they're doing that it, I respect the inclusion. So this is um, what this is about: is uh, there's a punk rock band on tour, and they do a really good job showing like them on tour. And some yeah, of the, that's why I like think some it's of the things that they do like on tour so, like, very gritty having to siphon gas or like yeah. steal food and yeah. it's like it's you know it's like you can you can get behind you know you kind yeah. of picture this whole tour that they're on but anyway so they end up at this one particular venue and this punk rock band is forced to literally fight for their survival after witnessing a murder at what they find out is a neo-nazi skinhead bar yeah so so i think it's like the last show they're playing on their tour right this venue they they arrive at it's very like already tense and kind of like violent seeming but also it's a punk rock band and a punk rock scene so it's not that yeah. abnormal right. at first right uh but then they find out quickly this is a neo-nazi gathering right like it quickly goes from just being like a crazy hard rock show to like they clearly are starting to become uncomfortable they become uncomfortable before they even witness the murder right they then witness the murder and then then the group says, like, you guys can't leave, right? So so this is one of those movies that's, like, all set in one... Like, the, the entire movie takes place in one day, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And it's kind of like... that's right. The only setting is the uh, the venue after right. they get there. Uh, but uh, the, the cast is pretty interesting because uh, Anton Yelchin, or Yelkin, he's a pretty, like, recognizable actor. He's in some of the Star Trek movies. He's probably the main character. He's one of the, the guys in the punk band. But Patrick Stewart, yeah, which for this small time movie to land Patrick Stewart, which I think is really cool, um, he plays the leader of this neo Nazi group, right? And he's not this like crazy off the wall menace. He's like this cool, calm, collected, steady threat, right? Which is, I think, what makes it, which is what gives this movie like a lot of balance and a lot of tension, you know? Because it's not just oh my gosh, it's, it's so not tense, just insanity. It's there's like mind games and there's they're trying to like work their way out of this they're basically trapped yeah. in, in this green room yeah. which it, i mean I, I think most people know what a green room is but basically it's the room that a band would be getting ready in yeah, prior to yeah. and then after performing right and and so they're kind of like in that green room trying to work their way out right there's kind of plots of escape and yeah. there's the like impending threats and it's a very the, violent movie it is but it, i yeah i think the I put this movie on, I don't know if both you and Lyndon recommended it. I think you both had seen it before I had seen it. But what I what I did find is, I remember putting it on and just from the cover of it, just thinking like, uh, like I don't know if I'm up for this right now, but I'll, I'll put it on. And was immediately hooked. Like 15 minutes in, immediately engrossed like the the type of thriller that pulls you right in and it's what an hour and a half. Is that what you said? Yeah. It's an hour and 35 minutes. So, you know, yeah, hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And it is a quick hour and a half in my opinion. Yeah. So the, I mean, reasons why it's a movie night pick 
it, like you said, quick. So it's not much of a time commitment. Right. So, and which I think is important because people have lives and if you're going to put on a movie, it's always easier to put on like a show because it's right. sh- shorter, but especially now is, with like an hour yeah. long episode, it's a pretty minimal commitment. Even if you end up watching two, it's like, okay, fine. Like yeah. we wanted it. Like I was into this, like yeah. hook to hook, but yeah. yeah. So this, so this is relatively quick and it is Netflix. So it's right there waiting for you. Um, and it doesn't take long before you feel the tension. You feel like, boy, I don't know how I'd be able to get out of this situation. So I, I really liked it. I think um, I might have seen it for the first time about a year ago. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, you and Lyndon and I have talked about it at length yep. uh, a few times. But what did, you, what did you give it? So I gave it a 7 out of 10. Okay. And that's what IMDb has it ranked as right now. Seven. Seven, yep. I gave it an eight. Okay. That was, I I genuinely loved it. I think it's a fast, it's a thrill ride. It is solid all the way through, in my opinion. I I couldn't find, I, I, like, and I'm not saying like, oh, it's barely an eight. No, it was a solid eight for me. So eight out of 10 for you, seven out of 10 for me, seven out of 10 for IMDb. But most impressively, I think 90% Rotten Tomato score. Right. So this is a great, I think it's a hidden gem. Mm-hmm. Absolutely hidden gem. Definitely. Uh, and if you're a little squeamish, there's some parts that are. Yeah, uh, if you're yeah. squeamish, this might not be for you. Yeah. Like, yeah, who is it not for? You don't like tension, it's not for you. If, yeah. you don't, if you're squeamish, it's probably not for you. If you want a feel-good movie before right. bed, probably not for you. But it's, it is like, but if you're kind of turned off by the idea of like, oh, I don't want to see a horror movie. It's not a horror movie. It's a thriller. It's not like, you know. No, I, it's definitely not know, a horror movie. I don't not, like horror movies. Yeah, really. right. Yeah, it's, it's it's more of a. I would almost. I mean, sure. There's like there's some gruesome sort of scenes, but I yeah. think it's more psychological thriller. Yeah, it's, because it's it's like um, it's not like a slasher or like no, overly. No, you're you're engaged the whole time. The, it, the fear of it is the psychological terror of them being kind of trapped. Right, and the idea of like, oh my gosh, like what if I was? What would I do? You yeah. know, and that's. I think that's what it does such a good job of is putting you in this situation where even if you're not in a punk rock band, basically I feel like these kids are kind of like, Oh, we've all probably known somebody like that in our life that would have had a high school band or something like a rock band. And then suddenly they're in a situation where things have gone bad quickly. Yeah. And now they're just kids trying to figure out what oh, the heck to And do. I guess the other thing that's worth noting, and if you're having trouble picturing why this is so scary, is that the venue itself is like this like like off the beaten path in some like field, like a VFW right. type thing. Like you a know, VFW, like a, but like, like in a so it's, for people who don't know what a VFW is, like just like a Who doesn't know what a v- what do you I mean? Like Lyndon doesn't know. Do you think it's like a, a regional I think, thing? I don't oh, think that Lyndon right. would know what a VFW is. We do have some out of states uh, listeners. We have, yeah, I think we're in thirteen other countries. Basically, like kind of a like a local, like super local bar, if you will. But like, but isolated. This one, the yeah, reason it's so scary. In a weird, like region. This one in particular, yeah. not VFWs in general. Yeah. I, I can't speak to yeah. every VFW. Yeah. But the, but be, that's that's important for to understand the, the terror of it because I think. If you're thinking like, oh, they're just in a bar somewhere. Yeah, no, it's they could they they could have gotten out and yeah. like run into the main street. That right. was not. They're like almost in the woods. Yep. Yeah. Jeez. Do you? How do you think we would fare in that situation? Not well. Not well at all. We no. probably would be sacrificed by both Man, groups. Would We'd so probably be the peace we... offering between both groups. And yeah, I'd probably just ten be seconds like, flat. Hey, like. You know, whatever you got to do, just you can just just as so long as it's quick. Yeah, let's just get this over with. I had let's a good face run. It, I'm not gonna get out of this alive. So what do you? 
Yeah. How do we want to go about? I'm just going to go ahead and open the door and you guys do what you need to do. I think. Make it quick. I think. So I think the idea of it being like, and I don't want to give anything away, but the idea of like things go from tense to they see the murder. So then it's like very real. They try to get out of there. They can't. Yeah, there's and things then, that I want to say that I don't necessarily know are spoilers, but definitely is most part of likely their, spoilers. Part of their like their concert that they put on too. I think they start to notice what the room is and what what the room stands for, and so they kind of make a point of not standing for that with their music as well. And I yes. think that is part of what makes it start to feel like, oh, this is like getting pretty bad. And then they then they see the murder. Then they see a murder, and you then, know, like you're in trouble. Then. Right when you start to think like, well, maybe they can just kind of reason their way out of this. Then it like, it just escalates again mm-hmm. and again and to the point where it's like, okay, this is fight or flight at this point. Yeah. Not getting out of it. No. Good recommendation. I think though, I think this very, is a, very good. This is your classic down the hall recommendation in I the like sense, in the sense that it's you uh, probably haven't heard of it. Probably haven't heard of it, but it's high but scores. But it is very high scores yep. and we promise you'll like it. Very easy to find. Well, you'll like it if, if you're not afraid of movies like this. Yeah, don't be afraid of them. Just enjoy it. <laughs> it's just a movie. It's just a movie. Just it's movie. not it's real. It's all fake. It's not real. <laughs> you know, it's funny. That doesn't seem to that doesn't seem to make people happy in no. certain situations. No, I think you're right. You know is, that that's that not real. Fa- that is fascinating when you think about it though. Like we can willingly let our minds be tricked enough to like really buy that's into the emotion. That's a good point. It is very interesting. Like I, we we're willing to feel the I just mix the words fear and feel together, but we're yeah. willing to feel the fear of a situation because at some level that's entertaining yeah. to us at like, some weird level that's entertaining to us, but we also know it's not real. Yeah. So we intentionally let ourselves be tricked into believing it's real just so we can feel that thing. Is that an indictment against us? I, I don't think know, so. but I mean, it also means people can also then find themselves thinking about the scenes and like, all of a sudden, that's crawled in. Like, I mean, that's why people don't like to watch horror movies before they go to bed, right? Is that then that's, the lights are true. all off, and you're like, I know Freddy Krueger's not going to be in my dream, but what if he was? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that me personally. I'm right. just saying. No, that's true. I mean, I think the idea of like fear and discomfort being something that entertains us is the only reason I keep going back to Captain Crunch, because that thing rips the roof of my mouth apart yet i still keep going back I, I like crunch. allow myself does uh does fruit loops do the same thing at all i don't think not, so not, i don't not the same i think fruit loops might be either the most overrated or over advertised mediocre cereal that's ever existed wow yeah fruit loops here could, we are again I at could, an impasse i love fruit loops I, okay do you think that each of them have different flavor or are they all just the same fruit loop flavor it's a good question. I feel like there's a lot of flavors in the bowl. I don't think there's, I think there's one flavor. And if you add milk, there's two flavors. It's possible. I'm not, I'm not committed to tell you that they do all have different flavors because I just know what Fruit Loops taste like. I don't, I, I don't like single out the red ones or the blue ones. You know what I like more than Fruit Loops if we're going fruity, this Fruity Pebbles. I do like Fruity Pebbles, but they get too soggy. You got to like quick. a bunch of mush. You got to be committed. End. It's like oatmeal. Nothing wrong with oatmeal. Yeah, but like rainbow oatmeal, no thanks. I, I mean, just so should, do Fruit Loops not get? No, they hold their no, they they have they hold their shape more. I wouldn't know. I prefer good cereal, so I I've typically avoided. Oh, Ca- Captain Crunch, top three right now: Frosted Flakes, Lucky Charms, Captain Crunch. Actually, back 
track all of those. Cinnamon Toast Crunch at the very top. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Lucky Charms. I, I'd have to like look at the no. Lucky Charms is low for Are me. Are you an Apple Jacks fan? I bet. Um, I, I like, mean, I've liked Apple Jacks. That's like the Fruit Loops minor leagues. No, it's just like one singular, like one note. Oh, Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs are great. Reese's Puffs. Cocoa are really Puffs good. are great. Yeah, but when I have Cocoa Puffs, I think they're good. But I'm thinking I need the second, the second flavor. I need the Reese's Puffs. Mm. Reese's Puffs are great. Cookie Crisp never really had it. Cookie <laughs> wasn't allowed it. <laughs> I think Cookie Crisp was a big swing and a miss. You know what I do like doing though is putting actual freaking like cookie crumbs into a bowl with and that's that is like you do what now so i remember being on a trip to like a missions trip to guatemala yeah and one of the days we had like made because we were like working at an orphanage like someone had like made like cookies for the kids and then there was just a bunch of like on the tray there was a bunch of like smaller broken bits but this is a massive tray so you take all the broken bits and put it together you get a pretty sizable bunch yeah i was like i know what i'm gonna do with this so i put it all of those in a bowl and and poured milk over it. I was 19 and it didn't affect my body one bit, I bet, back then. But if I did it now, I'd be dead. I'd, I would die. <laughs> that, is, that does sound actually delightful. Delightful. Ooh, yeah, that's the word. Delightful. Mm-hmm. delightful. That sounds pretty good. You know what the one thing is? And this isn't like a weird food thing that I want to... Like, I can't really do milk anymore. I do almond milk. I can't do the... Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I do coconut almond milk, a mix. And, yeah. and it's not to say like, oh, like I'm anti... Like I do no, creamer and coffee. I still but, eat ice cream. But there's something about just milk. I can't do it. It's like now. a weird film on my... like. No, it, mine's all mental. It's purely mental. Yeah. Like I if I can shut it off, if I can shut off the mental weirdness of like... You know, there's something about the whole thing. Like, and usually this type of stuff doesn't get in my head, but like... You know, we're the only mammals that drink some no, some other mammals' you know what, milk, though? and that, that has hormones and stuff. So now I just picture like a bowl of like or a glass of milk is just like a petri dish with like hormones, which I know is dumb, but like, no, that's that what did I picture that does that does work on me when people say that stuff. In general, it doesn't work on me. That's but, why I don't watch food documentaries on Netflix. You'll never hear me say a single. I watch kind of cooking stuff, shows. Yeah, not food documentaries. But that no kind chance. of stuff doesn't really. It doesn't stick in my head. And I know maybe someone's thinking like you are a psychopath. Like I could watch. Like I don't want to watch it, but like I could watch like a slaughterhouse video or whatever, and just be like, yeah, you know, stuff. Yeah, that doesn't but, that doesn't bother but, me that much. Yeah, you know, burger doesn't really look like that cow anymore, so I'm but, fine. But the milk. The milk gets the me. milk is just like oh that is some other Ugh. things milk. Ugh, the way you just said it too, you know, <laughs> just uncomfortable to think. I'd rather milk almonds. I think. Yeah, it's like it's just water through something that gives you like a liquid that simulates the same almond taste. milk in my coffee is my favorite thing. No, not me. Love it. Love I would rather flavor. regular milk in my coffee. No, swing and a miss for me. Swing and a miss. I mean, not even milk. A creamer. I don't like. like oh, that's a, even like, worse. I feel like when I have cream. cream when I have cream, I feel like, I feel like I have residue on my tongue for the rest of the day. I think if you people drink water, milk aftertaste, <laughs> you don't know what it's like, my friend. <laughs> you don't even get it. That's fair. Uh, referencing back to your situation, you had your, your yeah. That was actually I wasn't going to even explain it. That was for loyal fans, that's not true. for you fake ones. If you heard me say yeah. that and you don't know what it means, I don't care. It's a go good. pound sand. I wish I could tell you what episode it was from. You're gonna have to go back and listen to every single know. one of them yeah. and share them with your friends. It's yeah. the only way to find out. It's the only way. Yeah, do Somewhere we have, in there. We didn't talk about bread today, but we did talk about cereal. We've been talking about bread a lot on the podcast since we came back. It's like we grew in passion 
for bread as much as we had for movies. Actually, not the, me. I've uh, my my passion is has always been incredibly strong for bread. For the bread, yeah. Um, we did talk cereal though, which is not too far away from bread talk. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. It's um, basically bread. So it's, ne- it's small bread. Next week, I small think small crunchy bread. I think we'll have Lyndon on next week. I think so. I think that's the plan. That's the plan. Yeah, which means. Instead of four minutes of movie talk, it'll probably be 24 minutes, which so, I mean, is good. Just for the listeners, just so that everyone's clear, my effort, my compete level, my effort level, always the same. The guys I'm now competing with, nope, there's drop off the table. I'm sorry, compete? Yeah, compete. We're competing? Yeah, versus other podcasts. Yeah, what are we, oh, what are we, what are we trying oh, to do? Oh. What are we trying to do? Not beat other podcasts? Well, we have three sponsors now, which we can talk about probably, hopefully, by next week. Oh, cool. Yeah, which is great. Sweet. Three. Three of them. That's three times as many as we had before. Yeah. <laughs> well, is one of them the same? One of them is the two, same. So it's two times as many. One of them is the same. No, it's still three times as many. I guess you're right. It's it's three times more. as many, but you can't, can you <laughs> count the same one? You have to. <laughs> you have to count the same one. I'm not going to not count it. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying we've doubled the number of sponsors. We, that we certainly produce. haven't because we're not at two. We're at three. We added two. Yeah, I know, but we have I two I find it weird sponsors. that I have to explain this to you. No, I know. We, we have two new sponsors. Making it double. three times as many as we've had before. I, I well... I don't know that that's how, you, I mean, I, you're right. That's how the math works, but I don't know that that's how you could describe. Like if you were- That's legal, literally how like, you would describe I don't it. Think if, Ronnie, you were if I had an apple and then I was given two more apples, I would have three times as many apples as I had to start with. I didn't double the amount of apples to get <laughs> no, to three. I'm saying that I think like- I can't believe we're legal, having this. I, I'm just saying, I think there are certain legal documents where they might not let you say it that way. I'm going to turn a blind eye to those. Okay. What legal documents are you talking about? <laughs> the ones that don't abide by- like, rules of math just like what what constitutes false advertising i said the facts we had one now we have three that is three times the amount that we had before yeah but one has always been there right so i'm saying that i i don't <laughs> what are we doing here i'm just saying i don't know i understand the math you're right it's three times as many but i don't necessarily know that you can say that <laughs> because <laughs> technically it's two new ones correct so i'm saying that which is not double the amount of ones we had before so we've doubled the number of our sponsors <laughs> we have not we did plus one which i can't okay all right i i, I can see i can't help you no, no no i hear i hear what you're saying and you, the math is correct <laughs> And there are contexts where it's correct, but I'm saying I don't necessarily know how you could, there could be weird rules around that. Oh, so no. So we should just, let's just bleep all this out and we'll figure it out. We'll let our lawyers get to it and just make sure we're good. I just want to make sure we're good legally. Uh, that's all I'm worried about. I, That's fair. Someone Thank has you. to. Someone has to worry about that. Somebody has to worry about it. Yeah. So and our lawyers will. <laughs> that would be one one problem we would have had. And then if we added two more problems, we'd have three times as many problems <laughs> as, as what you're I describing. I think that's <laughs> always safe to say. We definitely have three times uh, as many problems as we've ever had. And that man. will always be true. Okay. Well, um, we uh, we are down the hall podcast. I hope that you had fun this episode. I'm talking to you, Rodney. Are you uh, trying to drag this out? <laughs> no, I, I'm not. Our I thought I, right now actually, are probably like I genuinely thought the that podcast you, was over no, in 29 no. minutes. <laughs> I really thought you just hit uh, stop. 
just now. So I was like, am I even recording? Well, okay, so that's Rodney. I'm Chet. Hopefully we'll blend in back next week to steer this ship in a better direction.